You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Even with my business, when I wanted yeah. to start, it's my wife that said to me, listen, stop doing all these church, waiting for churches to invite you. Mm. Set up your own company and just go online and just give talks. The majority of us are poor. Mm. So it was almost embarrassing. Like, if you know, like, when you go and get your dinner, if he wasn't on free school meals, man will look at you like, right, growing up there, you just, mm. you just, you don't believe that mm. you can really do anything. And then I got made redundant f- for the third time. Mm. I'm just like, wow, you know what? Something has to change. Mm. I can't keep going back to these people. I yeah. can't, I can't rely on them to feed my family. You're not defined by where you, where you come from. Yeah. And I think that's a big message that I always yeah. want to tell people. Like, like things happen and it might be negative, but your story's not written. Mm. Like that's not the end. Yeah. Like, for me, everything is motivation. Mm. When we want to talk about real wealth and really go from, you know, earning hundreds of thousands to millions. Welcome to the Takeoff Experience where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances, or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. This episode is sponsored by Money Hub, a secure money management app that helps you to manage your money with ease. The Money Hub app provides you with a single view of all your accounts by letting you connect your bank accounts, your savings accounts, investment accounts, your credit cards, all in one place. To help with your money goals, Money Hub has features that allows you to track your incomings versus your outgoings every single month and also allows you to set and track your spending budgets every single month too. It's a fantastic app, right? Well, you can download the Money Hub app for free by tapping the link in my description. You can use the Money Hub app free for six months with no auto renewal. And if you really like the app, then you can continue using it for only £1.49p per month. It's a deal of the century, right? Well, make sure to go and download the app right now. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Welcome back to the Takeoff Experience. We have a special guest in the building, E-Man. How are you doing today, bro? Hi, brother Atom. I'm good, man. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good, man. Um, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. It's been one that I've been looking forward to for a long time. You've been on my list for time. But well, I got this question I've been wanting to ask you. Man. Yeah. How's married life? How's married life? <laughs> you know what? No one's ever asked you that. It's great. Come it's on. great. I'm actually going on my honeymoon later on this week. Yeah. and that's I'm the, looking forward to it. Brother, I tell people the best investment, man. The best investment I ever did was marrying my wife. Best contract, best agreement I ever signed. Anything, anything was marrying my wife, man. Like my whole wealth, everything that people see me doing now 
it's because of the stability that I have at home, man. So trust me, enjoy it, man. That's amazing, bro. And you know what's crazy? I actually never really, we, we covered relationship, but not marriage yeah, in yeah, that yeah, depth. Yeah. But you know what? It's funny that you say that it has that impact because I feel like it has that impact. What do they say? What's that saying that they say about peace at home or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It does help a lot, right? No, at the end of the bro, day. Bro, I'm telling you, like, one of the, and this is why I always tell, tell my wife, like, like she's got to be my peace like do you know mm. what i mean like there's so much stress outside there's mm. so much stress like we got to be each other's peace like, yeah so I, I like she can't finish work on and obviously four kids it's a lot mm. but to know that when we come together it's peace mm. i'm trying to make sure and i think sometimes you don't realize how selfish you are when you're yeah. single do you know what i mean because yeah. you're, you're only worrying about yourself not it's in a true. bad way but you just got to worry about true. you like I have to think about her and yeah. what's going on for her and she mm. vice versa. I can't say I love my wife mm. and then I only think about myself. 100%. Do you know what I mean? And I can't say I love my kids and I don't think about the person yeah. who spends more time with them. Because mm. I always got to think, what energy I want, want in my kids? If I want mm. my kids to have positive energy, I want them to feel safe, I want them to feel mm. secure, I want them to feel loved, mm. then I have to make sure my wife feels all those things 100%. so she can reciprocate that, all that energy into them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 100%. So it's vital. But also, just as a man, mm. like to know that I'm seeing my kids grow. Mm. I know what I'm doing for them. Mm. I'm seeing my wife develop and grow mm. and build and start to, you know, go towards her dreams and her yeah. goals. And I'm seeing what we're building. That gives you a confidence that when yeah. you're in a boardroom, I'm like, if I can build a whole family, mm. what can I do? What 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 can I work in on BBC or IT? What what is what is this? This is light work. Like we are building a dynasty at home. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 wonderful. Like the world can be stress a stressful place, but my home is a place of peace, and and I love that. I love that, and I I, I can you know what I, I like about you a lot is that you share all of this on your social media. A lot of people yeah. hide, but you yeah. don't. You don't hide it. You show your family, yeah. and I really respect that because at the end of the day, like you said, they help you. Yeah, right. In in get to way where, where you've to... got to right and. It's funny that you say that because actually anything that I, any decision that, like say I wanted to leave work, yeah. I can't even be like, yeah, I have to think, okay, if I'm leaving work, what's, how's the mortgage getting paid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, how, what's it going to do for her financially like, kind of thing? Like I, you can't just, you can't kind of can't do these things on your own really. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's no. like two of you kind of have to make that decision together. So exactly. yeah, man, it's good. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. Not Ask me in a year's time. No, I'm kidding. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah it's Check good. I'm enjoying it, man. I, you know, it's um, it's been for me. It's been a blessing yeah, to yeah. be honest. Um, and I feel like right now as well, I'm only just getting better and better as a person. Yeah. So yeah, she's making me the better version of myself. To That's, be, to, trust to be me, honest, bro, right? I always tell so. people I can't. There's nothing I can give my wife, and it doesn't come back better. Yeah. Like she just knows how to how to multiply, how to how to increase, how to sharpen, how to mm. shape. So for me, you know, knowing that you have that in your corner, it just gives you the confidence to go. Like you know, like sometimes mm. you'll be a, you might feel like like even with my business when I wanted yeah. to start, it's my wife that said to me, "Listen, stop doing all these church waiting for churches to invite you. Mm. Set up your own company and just go online and just give talks." Okay, and I was like, can I do it? She said, yes. I said, what if you, like, it's that simple. If my wife says I can do it, I can do it. Mm. Like, I know that's the confidence. And I just, we just set up the business and we started and we have, we've been running with it ever since. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Literally wow. because she was just like, let's stop waiting. Mm. Like that's the confidence. You know what I mean? Like that you have, cause you know, you've got that person who's got your back, who's got your best interest yeah. at heart. So for me, it's like now that I'm winning, people are like, oh, you man, you don't really spend money. I don't, I'm not, I'm not really a flashy guy to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like money I've seen, I've, I've, I sit down with really rich people, like mm. really like stupid money. Like, 
And a lot of the times it's nothing but problem. Money yeah. can never be my never be my main motivator. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I just wake up trying to help people and yeah. the money comes. Yeah. But in regards to my wife, like I will spoil her and mm. I won't I won't You gotta do it. <laughs> if she if I see black, I always get her I get she got she's really close to her younger sister. Mm. So I always speak to her younger sister, oh, what are you what are you lot talking about? Oh she just likes send me over, she'll say, Oh, like this bag, that bag. Oh, when it, okay. I'll, buy, I'll buy it. No, I won't, I won't even blink. I can pay, love that. I can pay whatever on the bag for my wife. I love that. Like my wife is there's this money don't exist without her. You understand? So hundred percent. And if it's not for her, who's it's it for? Right? It's just a repayment. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like I know that the reality is is that mm. with the work that I do, I'm so out here for the people mm. that I can't always be at home. Like mm. my job doesn't work. Mm. Me being in my yard twenty four seven or mm. even you know doing nine to five and then going home like. There's no such thing like I yeah. have to commit, I have to be around, I have to travel. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And so forth. So for me, these things are just little items of showing of appreciation. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? If I can buy you something that can show you, okay, I appreciate you. And then obviously we can spend time and so forth when I'm yeah. around. But it's always good to give you the the bigger things and let you know. So yeah, yeah man, we're enjoying it. I love that, man. I love that. Look, I'm going to enjoy this conversation, <laughs> bro. This is going gonna, gonna to be an epic one. Um, But before we like kick things off, yeah. I did introduce you and I, that's on purpose, right? Because yeah. I allow the guests to introduce themselves so, so, yeah. so who is Eman? you know what Eman is a husband father of four financial advisor tv personality you know the people's financial advisor out here trying to make a difference and an impact and leave a legacy so yeah that's me man i love that man i love that intro bro and okay so born where were you born um born east london tower hamlets east london oh wow so you're born in east london all right but family's from family's from nigeria nigeria yeah, yeah, have nigeria. you have you been back nigeria um, i have but not for a long time but yeah I'm going like i'm literally everybody's I'm good when, when was there ever a year of nigeria because there's been a year year of return for ghana but i don't think we've ever had one for nigeria no, i don't know what's going on there you know what i feel i feel like it's coming without the, <laughs> without the government saying anything like i think we've all seen that this uk yeah as we're starting to make more money, we're starting to understand that it's not it's not an environment designed for us to no. to win no. and us to make money. Mm. Like honestly, I've I've made like the amount of money that I've made over the last mm. few years. This is money that I dreamed of, and it feels mm. like I still feel like I'm making fifty k. Like, <laughs> like like it, like it doesn't make sense. Like the taxes, the taxes are mad. Is wild. Yeah. Like the cost of living is crazy. Mm. Four kids, mm. you know, all of this type of stuff, and it's like actually, you know what? Like we need to start going to places like I can. I was speaking to um, one of my friends the other day and she was talking about how she worked in Barclays mm. and she was like, she can never see herself at the top. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But Crazy. she could go to Nigeria yeah. and now she could see herself being a CEO, being a, a director in a in a bank yeah. in Nigeria. And it's like, actually, why are we trying to chase this 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 dream here in the UK yeah. that, so, that is so difficult, so many things, when we can go and make difference and make real change and real difference yeah. and take all the stuff, like we have to realise that we're, we're mad ahead. It's like, it's almost like a cheat. It's like, you know, Back to the Future when you had the magazine and yeah. you read. Like that's what, <laughs> we're literally so far ahead that if we can, if we can take the time to go over there and take our investment, our wealth and energy over there, like we know if we put the things in place, we already know what's going to happen because we've seen it happen here. Yeah. But we can be involved in it. Imagine if you're involved in putting, you know, 5G 
um, throughout internet, throughout the country. Mm. Imagine if you're involved in, in electricity. Imagine you could you could own a petro- like petroleum refinery. Like these are things that you can't do. Here. The, the systems are already yeah, in place. Not, the power has already yeah. been set. Yeah, but it's not. There, there are opportunities there. So for yeah. me, it's like here is is where we can build our wealth and you know get our money. But if you when we want to talk about real wealth and really it go from you know earning hundreds of thousands to mm. millions, that's gonna come from back home. That's true. I, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. And it's it's why we should all have opened that conversation of yeah. what can we actually do there mm. like to help obviously help the country because there's a lot of poverty that's yeah, happening in Nigeria. Exactly. Not just Nigeria, across like Africa, Africa. right? Yeah, exactly. Um but you're you're right, there's so many opportunities. I remember I was speaking to my I was speaking to my uncle about about Nigeria and uh he was like, Atta, you know there's there's no Starbucks there. I was like, What? Oh yeah, true. Huh? So, oh yeah, you know there's um there's no lingerie. I was like, what? Are you sure? Think about it. I was like, nah, you're joking, right? And I started thinking, I was like, actually, he's right. I don't. When I went, there, I don't remember seeing any of that. Think about so it. there's the, all these kind of things all that are not things. there that that can be actually you can build there. And what we have to much. understand is is that when you build business, yeah, you now give people jobs. Yeah, people have jobs. They now have money to spend. Yeah. So you create the systems mm. in order for you to win. So the more of us that go over there build business. Mm. We take people out of poverty by giving them a decent wage, giving yeah. them an income. We create a middle class so that there's now people who are in poverty but have the opportunity to feel like they can get to, mm. they can change their lives. We have people in the middle class that focus on trying to get to the upper class. And so now that's, the, the, the money flows. Do you know what I mean? But, and, and so now we can start to really, like, it doesn't make sense. You have all this wealth you haven't even got the road. The road yeah. is, is not even smooth for you to drive your car. Like you got all this wealth, <laughs> like but it's wild, you're it? still using generator. Yeah. Like, do you know what it's I mean? Wild, bro. It's mad. All this, all these cars. Sometimes you're struck. Yeah. The, the 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 um, you run out of petrol. It's it's when yeah. you think about it. Doesn't make sense. Like doesn't make sense. And a lot of the time, like electricity, we supply to other other countries. Mm. We supply it, and they have it constant. <laughs> Yet us. It's, it's gone every other hour anytime it can just disappear and people it's just live with that yeah it's just like actually and then also one of the things is we've got sunlight mm. so now that we're looking at you know solar solar yeah. so many things is moving solar mm. so now we start to move like as we start to be more greener and want to be more ethical that's in our benefit because we've got the conditions to take advantage and monetize these things and especially where other countries don't have it if you want to look at this whole green campaign people want to be green so now it's about okay well I'm my company might be polluting here, mm. but I can now invest in another country yeah. and then I can offset. So I can be carbon neutral. That's the big thing. Yeah. Carbon neutral. That's 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 a really big Which thing. Which basically means I'm I'm yeah. still doing my waste, yeah. but I'm being green somewhere else. <laughs> so wow, these bro. but we can take advantage of that yeah. and help companies and help big businesses in the world become more green and, yeah. and be cut become more carbon neutral. So actually there are so many opportunities mm. and it's like why am I sitting here mm. wait, waiting to earn more money just so these men can take 40% more of it? 100%. Do you know what and I mean? It might keep on increasing. You never know, right? And then when we think about it, and this is this is just me, how much of that 40% that these men are taxing us goes back into the communities that we come from? No, not, not really. really no. Like, yeah. like is when 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 you go like the playgrounds that, that we grew up on, when like now I see when I go back, I see them, needles, broken glass, mm. the basketball, the basketball um hoops have no rim. Like they're just the backboard there. Man are just shooting on the backboard. There's no there's no hoop. Yeah. Like there's no investment 
in yeah. the in these spaces. You think Rishi's you think Rishi's going to bed at sleep at night thinking, oh, how are the young people, mm. how are the young kids in the hood gonna play? <laughs> he's not he's not thinking yeah. about that. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's on us to really say, what are we gonna do different? How can we as we start to start to make money? Like what, where we, as we start to get voices in these spaces, are we channeling it back to the places that we come from? Yeah. Or are we channeling it to our own goals? Yeah. One of the big things for me, like I've got four kids. Mm. With the kids, you know, the maddest thing with them is the first thing they understand mm. is it's not fair. Yeah. My kids understand. They already understand that. It's not fair. The big, the first thing, all of them, daddy, that's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. And you know what? What happens is, is as we get older, we lose that and we do what's best for us. True. We replace yeah. that's not fair with what's best for us. Mm. Now, what's best for you might not even be right. Mm. It might not be the right thing to do, mm. but it's the best thing for you. Mm. And I think if we start to get back to a world more childlike where we actually say, let's be fair. What's fair? Like, is it really fair for such a few people to make so many decisions and benefit financially off those decisions no. while other people are suffering Mm -mm, do you know what i mean definitely not and so actually for me it's really important for us to actually say it's not just about us now earning more and you know buying property and investing and so forth it's also about us saying now that we've got a voice now we've got money we've got power what are we doing with it are we now making a change in the communities we come from and unfortunately a lot of the time Mm. what we think is best to do is make money and then we move to other people's communities and start to act like them yeah yeah and start which is the wrong way and start to be embarrassed (laughs) <laughs> when you when you're around your auntie uh, auntie with an accent and be like oh you know like these times auntie sounds like your mom like yeah. so do you know what I mean yeah. all of a sudden you feel like oh no I'm over here now do you know what I mean we 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 don't act like that or we're more civilized or we don't act in that way and it's like actually like this is our culture this is where mm. we come from this is how we are like why are we why have we allowed ourselves to look down on ourselves yeah like why 100%. have we said that they're the way that they move and the way that they talk and the way that they act is, is right the best way, way yeah, or the yeah. right way exactly yeah. just because it works for them do you yeah. know what i mean and these are the things that i really want to challenge like my platform is beyond like i use the finance thing just to you know just because it's what i know mm. but for me the mission is so much bigger and okay. greater than that okay cool bro we're gonna we're gonna delve <laughs> into that man amazing see amazing intro amazing intro so okay so you said that you're from east london right yeah, yeah. Uh, growing up in the area do you grow up in east london most of your life yeah, yeah well? most yeah. of my life yeah. what was it like for you how, how did you find growing up in east tower hamlets uh, it's a it's a it's a weird place it's mm. a very weird place so you have to the majority of um people in tower hamlets are Bangladeshi. Yeah. Okay. So when people talk about racism, like it doesn't really exist in that in that form. White people are almost a minority. Do you mm. know what I mean? So I never I never got racism from a white person growing up. I never I, n- I never been called a name or did it. In fact, where I grew up, most of the white people acted black, and most of the really most of the most of the Bangladeshis kind of liked hip hop music and so. Okay, that's an interesting. They like their they like their um, kung fu stuff as well. I don't know what okay. that's all about and swords and stuff like that. But it was more so culturally. I never felt out of place. I never mm. felt felt like that. But I feel like also the majority of us are poor, mm. so it was almost embarrassing. Like if you know, like when you go and get your dinner, if he wasn't on free school meals, man, will look at you like right. What's wrong with you? So what if you had if you didn't if you actually had money to if you actually had money if you couldn't if you were you off, felt embarrassed about he, that you was embarrassed wow because you, now people are gonna take the mick out of you oh you're rich yeah oh you're doing what like what Fair enough you yeah. know what I mean yeah hey, give me a five up man will start taking your money oh my you god you see what I'm saying because man are from man ain't got nothing that's <laughs> you know I mean? crazy so you've now you've now put yourself 
different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah, it was it was a it was a diff, it was a very hard upbringing. I went to a boys' school, mm. um, Bow Boys, probably one of the worst schools in the borough. Like, okay. and I was just encouraged to we just encouraged to play sport. Do you mm. know what I mean? If you're good at sport, play sport. And we used to miss a lot of lessons playing sport. Like, do you know what I mean? Because you have to travel to other schools yeah. and because our gym. Unfortunately, our basketball gym was wasn't big enough for regulation. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? So we couldn't actually play matches at our home matches at our school because the gym wasn't actually. So you had to play at other schools. So we had to play at other schools, and then we had to hire a gym when we went when we had to play at home. That's crazy. So we'd always have to be we'd have to travel yeah. all the time. So we yeah. we'd miss lessons and stuff like that. But I always remember when we missed lessons, nobody would say, "Oh." You're missing lesson. Let's let me tell you what you missed. No, you're just like it's kind of left to your own devices. <laughs> it is what it is. Like wow, you know what I mean, because that's wow. I mean, the my the people in the bottom two sets of mm. my school, they they didn't do games. You know, like you go games, Pete. Mm. Like they didn't do games. When we get to games, their man were doing bricklaying and and plumbing and all of those types of courses because the, they were like, you lot are not gonna go go college or you. So let's learn. So you're job. already like basically you're you're doomed in life. That's it. Done. <laughs> Done. Done. At that um, young age. Like that young age, you just know like it's just no one's you learn early on growing up in yeah. the types of environment, nobody's coming to save you. Wow. Nobody's coming to save you. Like you you every day you leave your house is a battle. Mm. Like you got you, you leave your house, you get on a bus, you could just bump into the wrong school uniform. Mm. It's it, a it problem. Could be on site. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You get yeah. off that bus. I used to take two buses, get off that bus, get on the next bus, another it could be a mm. problem. Like it, anywhere you go, there could be it, at any given time and remember a lot of the time you somebody might have a beef with someone from your school it's not mm. even nothing to do it's with not you, nothing to you but you're yeah. wearing the uniform so yeah. now they're just going to beat you up and they will beat you and just tell you yeah. oh tell my man that da, 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 da. this is a message from my, like that's bro, toxic man it's a mad environment yeah nobody come to save you yeah and so it's one of those things you just got to learn you just got to learn the codes you just got like i remember even recently i was on a bus and i was sitting down i sat by the window i was looking as people are coming on I had to catch myself. Even I'm in Bromley, bro. <laughs> bro, no one's getting on this bus. <laughs> like, nobody's getting on this. But you know, like, these things are programmed from so They are long. programmed. When you said like, that, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah, I understand man, that. You, always <laughs> wow. Look, because you got to make you got to make decisions. Yeah. Like, you can't get caught slipping. Yeah. You get caught slipping, you might lose, like, you yeah. lose your stuff. That's man, crazy. I take your stuff, like, yeah. straight. Not even, and it's not even like man don't like you. Mm. It's not. It's nothing to do with. It's nothing to do. It's with not you, personal. Really. It's not personal. Yeah. It's just I gotta survive. Yeah. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? That's like wild. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. I was like, oh my god. Think about that. These <laughs> brings back like memories. And so I think to myself, I just want to set my kids. I don't want them to see mm. this type of stuff. Like, yeah. So that's why we moved house and we moved out okay. out of the area because yeah. it's like I want my kids to keep. The, the naivety of youth yeah, do you know what I mean 100%. like to believe that they can be anything and they can do anything mm. I feel like growing up in places like mm. Tower Hamlets and you know Hackney mm. Newham these are all the local boroughs next to us growing up there you just mm. you just you don't believe that mm. you can really do anything yeah 100% like you 100%. just you just feel like yeah. society is against you yeah your man, most of your man, them are gonna go down the, the drug route mm. because they're not listening to school and so forth. Mm. So they're gonna drop out. They're gonna be on the roads. Now it's like, do you want to be on there? Do you want to join? I'm very lucky. Mm. Like my mum is very, very, very aff. Okay. Like, okay. Very aff, yeah. and she's not trying to hide it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So a lot of the time, my mum will come to my school. Mm. You know, like. You know, like you don't want to go to school because yeah. it's your birthday. You're gonna get beats and stuff. My mom will come to my school. My mom will, all my all the all the young people around my area. Mm. They knew my mom's okay. Good. So imagine 
like they'll be fight after school. They'll be like, you man, go home. Just you just go home. Mm. We don't even want your mama like to come for any of us. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I used to have a guy called Wesley that lived right next to my right next to my house and he always used to be like, E man, just go. Don't don't worry about all this. Like because mm. obviously if you didn't stay a fight, you were mm. man would yeah, they'll see no, you yeah. comfy. Like, okay. Bruh, you just left her. But it was yeah. always like, hey man, like we know you, mm. your mum. Luckily I had to pick up my sisters after school. Okay. So I had responsibilities. So yeah. These man so that knew. kind of like already kind of put you on a different that path. That put me on a different okay. path. So these men just left, man. Like, yeah. I played sport. So yeah. I, I knew I played sport for my year and the year above. Okay. So I knew the olders as well. So yeah. it was it was calm. And then I had mm. teachers that really liked, man. So mm. I was I was very, very fortunate mm. in the sense of sport kind of helped me. People just say, look, he's he's gonna do something sport-wise. So yeah. let's just let's just leave him. Because okay. Ashley Cole went to my school. Oh, really? So, and okay. obviously went to play for Arsenal in England yeah. and have a great career. So People knew that there's a potential that you know we people from our from yeah. our school can go on to become big yeah, things. Yeah, sports. So, yeah, in sports. Yeah, so because yeah. I was good at sport, they were just like leave him, and yeah. so that's what kind of gave me a blight. But okay. it was very strict. Okay, my parent like my they parents, were very very strict. Yeah, very strict. But do you, do you looking back on it now? Do you think that was kind of needed in that kind of environment? Yeah, right, very needed. Man. Yeah, thank God. I think um a lot of my other friends, their parents are very relaxed. And even mm. if they didn't want to be relaxed, they're working multiple jobs. Yeah. Like my mum purposely chose um, to do mm. a job where she could, like she worked, she worked as a, a dinner lady in, in a yeah. school so that she could be at her finish at the same time okay. we finished so she could be home. Do you know That's what I mean? Smart, man. But a lot of my friends, and, their parents weren't at home. They, yeah. They'd finish work at five and potentially have to go and do a cleaning job or other types of work. And, mm. and I respect what they hustle, mm. but it just meant that, they're, they're, they're being raised by the roads. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And a lot yeah. of the time, just walking the streets. If you just walk the streets for long enough, you're going to find trouble. That's do you mad. know what I mean? Wow. The trouble yeah. will find you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it, it, it's been the case. And, you know, I've gone back, I've gone back, I've bumped into people that I grew up with and it's just like... The like, difference yeah. is stark, isn't it? It's like, mad, what like, happened? Like, like, mad. Some of the men that was real, like, real bad, real yeah. gangster, they've now turned their life around. Okay. They're, they're out I'd love here, to hear that, yeah. They're out here, you know, teaching kids about get not to, like, what it's like to go mm. prison and not to do stuff and stuff like that, which is amazing. Some of the other guys are still chasing the same girls they were chasing when we was in school. And I'm like, bruv, you're not awake. Are you, mm. are you all right? Like, you just got hella kids. You're not, mm. you're not, you're not. And you're not thinking about how you're going to change your life. You're still mm. just stuck in this cycle. Yeah. And other people just defied the odds and just did really well. So, yeah. you know, it makes it makes you realise that your background, and you're not defined by where you, where you come 100%. from. Yeah. And I think that's a big message that I always yeah. want to tell people. Like, don't look at your situation and say, oh, because nobody's done it from where I've come from or I haven't met, I don't know anyone that's done it from where I come mm. from. It's not possible for yeah. a lot of us. We're gonna be have to be the first to do certain things, 100%. and then that's why I'm I'm so on making sure when we do it, we bring others along, yeah. so people know it's possible. It's important, man, and you know, oh, I love that story, man. That's that's amazing, you know, coming from where you come from to get to where you've got to is yeah. is crazy. So I was wondering, like, okay, so okay, so you went to school. Mm. Did you end up? College, uni, do you go down that route as well? Okay, why why did you decide to leave the sports thing then? Okay, like, so, yeah. so basically did the sports thing. So I did, I played rugby, but rugby was very much, I played for Middlesex. Okay. So it was very much far out, a lot of travelling. My parents, you know, they tell you, they didn't come all the way from, from Africa so you, to let you play game. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't come for you to nah, be playing they game. Risk they don't want to risk it on that. Yeah. They don't want to hear it. So yeah. it was like... They weren't supporting. So I had other people's parents that used to drive me, pick wow. me up, drop me. Because I was really good. Like, mm. you know, like, 
you want your kid to be good, but your kid's yeah. not that good. But yeah. your kid's friend is really good. Yeah. Like that was okay. like, so they used to, they bought me the right boots and the right clothes and to take me places and, you know, make, let me play and, and, mm. and I'll be, and I'll be good. So that was it. But rugby was a bit too rough, a bit too dirty. So, and it was far out. And mm. I was, again, it was very, it was, it was, at that time, it was very much a white sport. Mm. Um, it still is quite a, a, a yeah. middle-class sport. So, you're doing it, but you're not fighting. There's no one around you. Do you know what mm. I mean? And so I kind of left that alone. Then I played basketball. Okay. Um, so I played basketball the way up to uni, mm. um, uni level. And um, yeah, so I was captain of my basketball team at my university. Done done all that. We done really well Got uh, and so forth. But then eventually, you know, when I finished mm. uni, I, I started working and it okay. just it just was, the work thing just made more sense. Yeah. What, what did you decide to study at uni? Accounting and finance. Accounting and finance. Why did you? Why, my, why my dad's an accountant. Okay. So the inspiration was from the pops. Okay. The inspiration or the demand. Yeah. The, the demand. The demand. <laughs> I wanted to do marketing and he was Mad. Like, you're never going to get a job doing marketing. Go and do accounts. It's so funny, you know, I, I've had so many of these conversations about parents, right? Yeah. And now, I guess, and again, I'm, I guess you probably realise it mm. as well. For them, safety, right? Safety. It's all about safety for them, safety. right? That's why they were spitting in your ear, safety, market. Marketing is, I would argue, is a safe job now. Yeah, now. But yeah, maybe yeah. then, maybe it wasn't No, but a, I think also, thing. you never, you, none of your friends have been, are doing it. Yeah. So, so remember, at that time, when he, and this is why I always tell people, like, you have to understand when our parents are giving us advice, they're giving advice based on their situation. Yeah. So they are experiencing extreme racism at that time. Yeah. But they were still able to get jobs. Yeah. So if they, to them, these are the only jobs that they think that, that the white people are going to let them have. Mm. So when you have a kid, you're going to tell a kid to go and get a job that you know yeah. white people will let you have. Yeah. So <laughs> so you're going to do marketing it. and I ain't got no friends doing marketing. Yeah. It don't make no sense. Yeah. But I've had friends that I've tried to get into marketing and they haven't got in. So now for me, I believe this is not a job mm. that they want you to have. Yeah. And so sometimes it's like, we have to look at the advice that they give and also the environments they're in. Yeah. So the reason they're looking for safety is because they never had security. Yeah. They never, some of them never had stay, never mm. had part. You didn't even have stay. Yeah. At any moment in time, someone could come knock on your door and put you on a plane and yeah, you're gone. You're out. Yeah. Do you understand? So you're keeping your voice low. Yeah. You're not, you're not trying to bring any attention to yourself because you're just trying to get stay. We have a lot more security because we are citizens. Yeah. We were born here. Yeah. We are citizens. We have rights. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They did that at any given time. They they mm. they could just be thrown in in the back of a plane like like cargo <laughs> and they're gone. Wow, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when you're talking about say, when you're talking about the advice that they're gonna give, mm. it's gonna come from a place of they feel they're in danger. Yeah. They're gonna look for the safest route. Yeah. Like we're not. We know that we're secure. Yeah. So now we can we can now take we risks. We can take risks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. Completely agree, man. It's so it's so it's so mad to 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 think about it. So okay, so you. Just, Decided to do accounting finance. Yeah. Was like your first, what was your first role that you did like after that? Yeah. So basically um, I did accounting finance mm. um, and then I worked in Marks and Spencer's while I was okay. doing my degree. Oh, swear. Um, so you did that for a year, for year, my first year at uni. And then second year I got a job at Barclays okay. as a cashier. Okay. So I was working as a cashier in yeah. Barclays. Um, then I did really well as a cashier in Barclays. So when I finished uni, they were like, what job do you want? I was like financial advisor. I became the youngest financial advisor in Barclays in the country. Wow, is that how it happened? Twenty two, youngest financial advisor That's in Barclays crazy. in the country. Like at, at that time, yeah, I was the youngest one. And um, wow, and yeah, so it was literally. I realized 
quite early on that I'm at uni for my parents. I'm not at uni for me. Mm. If I should have done, I should have done an apprenticeship. I really should have done okay. an apprenticeship because I'm much more practical than I am yeah. sitting down theory knowledge. Mm. Or so, not, do you know what I mean? So I should have done a, an apprenticeship or gone on a, on a mentorship course or something like that. Yeah. Just worked within a company and just learned on, on the job. I'm, mm. I would have done much better than what I did in, in uni. But obviously mm. my parents have been talking about uni since I was in primary school. Yeah. So I, I thought you went from primary school to uni the way these lot was talking about uni. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I never got no chance. I yeah. had to go to uni. So I went to uni, done that. But then I realised that I need, I might not get on a grad scheme because I, I, 2-1 was wild for me. That mm. was like... I was never studying that much. I was mm. chasing gala and doing nonsense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it was like, okay, cool. What can I, what can I do? Let me go and get in there. Let me get the practical knowledge. And, yeah. And, and that's, and that's what I helped you. Yeah. It helped you do it. So, and that's, that's great, right? Yeah. So yeah. when all my friends are mm. going to do grad schemes and, mm. you know, begging for that, you know, 18K or 19K, mm. I'm, I'm straight wow. on, I'm straight on full, like full salary. Do you know what I mean? Bonuses, company car, everything. Do you know what I mean? Wow. So all because he did that as a part-time job part-time, then worked your way exactly, up. Exactly. Exactly. That's smart, man. So yeah. That's wow. That's crazy. And how long did you stay in Barclays for? So pretty I was, much. So I started Barclays when I was 19. Okay. I think I left when I was around 25, 24, 25. Okay, cool. And did you yeah. decide to stay in financial advising? Yeah, yeah. so I left okay, there, cool. went to Halifax from okay. Halifax. I went to um, HSBC then that okay. West pretty much all the banks all the banks why did, you, why did you decide to do that you know what it was is that um, went to the banks and a, a lot of the, at that time banks were pulling out of financial advice okay so the government brought in some new regulator well, a regulator FCA brought in some new regulation called RDR retail distribution review which basically meant that banks we couldn't get commission so basically financial advisors we used to get paid commission so for the public, it felt like you were getting advice for free. But the reality was there was loads of charges and costs built up in your investments. And people were getting paid long after they gave you advice. So imagine I met you now. Mm. I gave you advice now. As long as, you know, my name is on your thing, I'm still getting paid. That's crazy. Even if, even if we never talk ever again. That's wild. And so advisors would have, be getting paid from thousands of clients and they're only ever speaking to a, a couple hundred. Do you know what I mean? And so they were like, this is wrong. Like, so they, they switched off all the commission. Okay. And said, if you want to, if you want to be able to get paid, you have to get the client to sign an agreement to say, I'm agreeing to pay you a, a fee okay. rather than you getting commissioned directly from the provider. Yeah. Okay. That's not profitable. Yeah. Okay. That, that wasn't profitable. Well, that wasn't Cause profitable. Cause you're having to keep so on keep signing, signing people it, and people are like, nah, what? And, and people mad. are not used to paying upfront yeah. fees. Yeah. They used to just signing up and then, yeah. do you know what I mean? So, end, yeah. so it's all on the back end. Exactly. Yeah. So because of that, banks felt like it wasn't going to work for them to do okay. it to mass market. Yeah. They, they it more going to work on the high net worth. So mm. banks pulled out. So Barclays pulled out, then Halifax, then Jobby. So everywhere I went, basically. Okay. It was <laughs> just like, like dominoes. Domino right, effect, that's you mad. know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? You're just basically getting there and then you're realizing that they're not going to help yeah. you pay for the qualification or they're not looking like they're going to carry on offering advice and so forth. Mm. And so, yeah, you just had to keep moving. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. So, okay. Obviously, you still continue doing it. Did you end up going into the high end part of it? So then eventually? from there, yeah. So then yeah. from there, I went to St. James's Place. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. That's a big yeah, one. So yeah. that's a very private wealth type thing. Used that. Then I went into some other um, wealth brokers. Mm. Um, but you know what? One of the things I realized was is that I didn't belong for Okay. You got on. Like, about that. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was very painful. It was a very painful time. So it was necessary for me to be where I am today. 
but it was a it was a case of I would I would go to companies and you know they would bring man in and be like look we've got a black financial advisor look what we're we're all about change and equality and do you know what I mean we're open and mm. but the reality is is that they would it's just a tick box exercise okay. and you get in there and they'd make you feel like oh you don't you don't know what you're doing or you're not doing it right. When I worked at Barclays, when I worked in the banks, the banks are diverse. Like you, you know, you've got different genders, you've got different, you've got different um, sexual orientation, you've got different races, you've got different ages. That like you've got a mix of everything in a branch. You know what I mean? Whereas now you're working for a private firm. Yeah, they've just got their clients and they know the type of client that they target, and the type of client they target typically is similar to the owner of the firm. Right. Okay. So you got you know a rich like a, a rich or wealthy advisor who's going to go and find out other, find other clients that are similar to them, who they can relate to and yeah. so forth. And then now you come in younger mm. from a different background, speak different and they make you feel like, oh, you're not, you're not professional enough. Really? Oh no, clients would have worked with you because the way you talk or the way you look or the way you, the way you dress or how you sound or, you know, oh, what word was that you're saying? Like, you've got a bit of an accent. Do you know what I mean? Type mm. thing. And it was like, actually people by people. And mm. I've never had an issue when I was mm. working in the banks and so forth. So why why do you why do you feel like this is an mm. issue? And people, one thing I realised is that people project. Yeah. People project their insecurities and mm. the things that, onto you. Yeah. And make it act like it's fact when really it's their own yeah. projection. It's just an opinion at the end of the day, right? It's yeah. Their opinion. Yeah. And so, so for me, it was, again, Kept get get made redundant, mm. get made redundant, and then I got made redundant f for the third time. Mm. I'm just like, wow, you know what? Something has to change. Mm. I can't keep going back to these people. I yeah. can't, I can't rely on them to feed my family. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Hundred percent. That's got to be on me. Mm. And so I've got to make a change. And so that really pushed me to start my own, my own course and go on my own journey of mm. building up my own network and my own value to people and, and doing things my way. Yeah. And the maddest part now is that now they tell people I used to work there. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew you were going to come and say that. I knew you were going to come and say that. It's right. It's crazy that they put you as their alumni. Yeah, E-Man Effect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was one of ours. It's one of ours. Exactly. And it's just That's like, shameful, man. It's crazy. When I was there, you know, was treating me anyhow. Yeah. When I told you I'm going, even when I left and I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. You're like, you want to give her financial advice to poor people. Yeah. Not a great business model. Yeah. Like, how you, who's going to pay you? They can't yeah. pay you. You ain't got no money. Yeah. Now you're national TV giving advice to, to millions across. Now you're doing big campaigns. Now these companies realize, listen, people don't want to hear from you as a company. We don't yeah. trust you. Yeah. But we trust Eman. So now companies have to pay me to say the messages. Exactly. In, and in my tone now. Exactly. Not even like I'm trying to say it like them. They needed to say it <laughs> in my tone, the way I say it, because I get the engagement. Yeah. I knew, I, I, it's so funny because that's the thing. Like, I feel like there's so many like layers to it. Like one there's an element of, I feel like you should just respect everybody. Exactly. Right. Everybody has their own gift. Everybody has their own talent. Right. It shouldn't take for you to be like, okay, now E-Man's on TV. Now we're going to respect him. Exactly. Now we see he has value. That's, I think that's a terrible way to, to, to look at things. Right. Oh. And you know, if they did it the other way, I'm sure that you would have been bigging them up. Right. They could have, they could have been looked at as an organization that's a bit more down to earth, exactly. but now they're like every other organization. Yeah kind of faceless type of boring exactly. old school that nobody really wants to you know kind of associate with so 
And that's why I never crazy. Really, I don't really mention them. Like I always talk about Barclays. People yeah. like, oh, you always talk about Barclays. Yeah. Because Barclays is where I learned everything. Barclays gave yeah. me my opportunity. They they brought me from they taught me from from nothing. And, yeah. And brought a man up. So I'll always give them I'll always give them the respect. Like they yeah. they gave man a platform, an opportunity. They taught mm. man, they gave man the knowledge, they gave man the experience yeah. and the opportunity to change my life. Do you know what I mean? So I always talk positive about Barclays. But even Barclays, when I left, nobody cried. Mm. Nobody cried to say, oh, you man's leaving. How will we cope? My job was on the internet. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. You see, this is another thing, yeah. But now, you know, I'm working with them. I've done, I've done shows for them and stuff mm. like that. And it's like, last year, I did a show called uh, Money in Your Mind mm. on YouTube. And there was a clip of me, I did something with a lawnmower. Mm. But basically that clip, was in every branch in Barclays in the country wow. that had, you know, they've done the refit with a TV mm. screen. Every any any branch in the country that had a TV screen wild. that was playing. And that was on that was on repeat, like every four or five minutes that would that clip would come on loop. And it's just like, I used to be a cashier. Yeah. I used to I was here. Do you know what I mean? And now, like like sometimes your story, like things happen and it might be negative, but your story's not written. Mm. Like that's not the end. Yeah. Like for me, everything is motivation. Mm. Like, give me the job, I'm motivated. Don't give me the job, I'm motivated. 100%, yeah. Support me, I'm motivated. Don't support me, I'm motivated. Every, I take everything as motivation. <laughs> I love that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter what yeah. happens. Like, I'm motivated to believe in me, I'm motivated. Don't believe in me, mm. you're giving me more fuel yeah. to the fire to prove you wrong. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I think more of us need to stop taking other people's words it's almost like we seek validation from people mm. like i i believe in god and i know that i know god has a plan for me and so everything else i can val- i know yeah. everything else is valid because i know my heart and i know the mission that i'm trying to achieve so it doesn't matter if someone believes in me today remember it's my vision mm. like and if it's my vision why why do we always expect other people to see what was meant for our eyes yeah that's true if the vision's mine and i'm the one that's meant to complete it i'm the one that's meant to mm. see it why do I only want to do it when everybody else can see it? Yeah. They can't see it. They, they're they going to see it later. Yeah. Because it's your vision. Do you know what I mean? Their eyes are focused on their vision. So it's really important that you don't seek validation or don't move because other people say, oh, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. Like if it's your vision and you believe in it and you've got that conviction, you go and achieve it. Yeah. 100%. 100%, bro. 100%. And so, okay. So after you got made redundant. Yeah. What was, the, what was the plan for you at that point? Was it like, okay, I'm going to go back into work or yeah, I'm just going to do something else? Like, what, what was the thinking? It was literally, yeah. I, I never want to see employment ever again. Okay. I can understand ever. that. If it happened three yeah. times. Three times. I mean, even getting to the second time, <laughs> boy, let me be real. I don't even know if, I don't know how you did it, but I think most people be like, yeah, I'm done. But props to you for getting to the third time. Yeah. You know, so yeah, what was at that point? What was like, what were you thinking? Okay, cool. I'm not going back into employment. I'm not going what back. What was the plan? So then the plan was basically like, luckily my, the, um, in the last company that made me redundant, there was an amazing, amazing woman, head of HR called Rachel. And she basically made sure I got the most amount of redundancy possible. Okay. So the good thing for me is that I've always kept my costs low. So I don't, it doesn't matter how much money I make. I always keep my costs to how much I need, okay. do you know what I mean? I don't allow myself to start let lifestyle creep because what happens is, is that then when when your money for whatever reason goes below what you're used to, all of a sudden you're in a, you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. So I kept my costs low. So I knew that I had like eight to nine months worth of 
with the redundancy and my savings eight to nine months before I needed to go back to work. I said, right, if I can, if I can do this for them, what can I do for myself? So then I just went on social media. I was, before I was posting once a day, I was posting two or three times a day. I was doing lives. So now, you know, lives are quite normal. Like I was one of the first to do okay. lives and interviews on Instagram live. Mm. So I just bring on a guest and then just do lives with them and so forth. And, and, and you know, build up, build, like interview them and talk about the financial lessons learned on their journey and just find successful people and yeah. give them a platform and so forth. So we used to do lives. Then I would do events, talks at my on my platform, talks on other people's platforms, talks at churches. I wasn't even looking for money. It's all exposure. Mm. Get building my craft. But I did so much content. I was so present that um one of my friends, Bola Soul, she's mm. um financial influencer as well she got approached by a TV company. Okay. And at the end of her kind of audition, she, they were like, do you know anyone else that does this finance thing? Like, oh, you need to speak to my bro, E-man. So they, she said, I gave them your number. She calls me, I gave your number to some people at Channel 4. Okay. I'm not sure if they're going to call or not, but I gave them your details. Next day they okay. called, man. And and I did a, I did an audition and then got through, got, and then I got on a show. You had to do audition for it? That's not so one, interesting. I had to do audition with the producer, yeah. audition with the senior executives. Wow. I had to do, a, then I had to do, then we had to do a, a chemistry audition in an actual space where okay. we brought all of us in yeah. to mingle, talk with one another, and then like act stuff out. And then, yeah, I got, I got the, I got the, I got one of the spots and so mm. forth. And then basically by November, so that was in 2019. So, March 2019 is when it was when I got made redundant mm. and I said I'm not going back by November I was had my first TV show on Channel 4 wow that's insane mad that's crazy mad and then what happens is is this is where I talk about you gotta do the work and the opportunities will come so that comes out in November then we have lockdown in March yeah then after lockdown so when lockdown happens, they're saying, well, we need to talk about finances. Everyone's worried about money and finances and they don't know what to do. Then George Floyd happens. Mm. Then they're like, oh, we've got to get black people everywhere now. So mm-hmm. We've got to get them on the TV. 100%. So now they're like, we need to talk about finance, but we need a black person. Hello? I'm here. Like, I've just done a show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so basically, I have not stopped working since. Okay, since then. Since then. So I did the show in November. Wow. January come, the the show ran from November to December. Then January came, was quiet. Then March, boom. Just boom, boom. just blew, blew out boom. there. Boom, yeah. Show after show, after TV, after this, after yeah. that. And it's just, I'm, I'm what, we're 2023 now. I'm still, I'm already booked out for the rest of this. I'm, I'm already looking to 2024. Like, That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> let me, let me ask you this. What do you, why do you think, of course, those things happen, yeah. but I, you know, I don't. I think there's way is more than that, right? Of yeah. course, yeah, BLM happened, yeah, 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 and, you course. know, lockdown. But why do you think that you've managed to succeed in that way? Like, yeah, what do you think the reasons are? You know what it is, and I always tell people this: I am my authentic self. Hmm. I think one of the one of the problems with social media is that we see somebody else doing something well. And we take it and lose ourselves becoming what we think is going to be successful. But the problem is, is that that person's successful because they're being themselves. And so what you need to do is take inspiration. How can I improve and the things I can, that's, that's, I do that all the time, but I never, ever lose myself trying to be somebody else because then I'm not, 
then I'm just uh, a B tech version of them. Do you know what I mean? Because you can 100%. never be you can never be a better version yeah, of somebody yeah. else. Like they know who they are. Do you mm. know what I mean? They're being themselves all the time. You're only trying to be like them yeah. based on the, the 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 things that you see. They are them every single day. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it's like being my authentic self means that I took all the experiences what it's like to come from the hood, yeah. what it's like, what, but you know what? Not just that what it's like to come from the hood, but the joy, the banter, the the roasting. Man, yeah. man I roast man all the time. Like, on the, <laughs> like these are things that we do oh, in the that? playground and we just love and man are just banter. Yeah. All of that, take all of that, all the joy, all the, and then all the pain, mm. all the struggle, all the pain, all the issues, all the things that we go through. That is a lived experience that I've gone through. Then I take my Nigerian heritage. Yeah. I take, you know, what it's like, the fact that I grew up in church and all of that. And then I take it, add it to finance. There's no one, when I started, there was no one in finance talking the way I talked. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And it's, I don't think there's anyone still talking the way you talk now. But I think, yeah. I think there are more people that have come from other backgrounds. Though, yeah. So yeah. talking about finance. Yeah. Like when I was on, it was literally Martin Lewis. And then. That was it. That was it. Like, that was it. <laughs> you know he just I mean? had a monopoly. Just, that was it. There was not even <laughs> enough of him. There was not even another him. No, <laughs> it was just, that was it. Every <laughs> channel. Yeah. Every yeah. channel. Just use the one guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can you and imagine? I, and, I, and I rate him. I rate him a lot. Like what he's been able to do and so forth. But it was like, actually, this is my lived experience. Yeah. Like, how do I share this? How do I get this out there? And I brought it to finance. And, and I, can, I, can, I can proudly say that I'm one of the few people that helped make finance fun. Yeah. 100%. It was not, it was not entertaining. 100%. Finance was one of the one subjects that was boring. was so boring. It was yeah, boring, never ever thought of as something that could be entertaining. Yeah. And then we started doing it and it's like, oh no, this is cool. Mm. Now young people dig this. Yeah. Like, actually, we want to hear about this. Like we wanna we get this. Like, and then so now corporates are like, oh, we can finally talk about money yeah. in a cool way. And so it's like actually, you know, and then we realize it's actually a life skill. Mm. I always tell people. It doesn't matter what's happening. Mm. We always need finance. 100%. When people are doing yeah. well and they're doing well with their money, they need a financial advisor. They need finance. They need to understand how to be better with their money, how to make their money work for them. When people are struggling, they need help with their finance. <laughs> and how to, it doesn't matter either yeah. way. Like people, it's something evergreen. People always need it. And so it's actually a life skill. And so now it's about, for me, the campaign is, how do I make sure that that generation that's coming now, that's in, in primary school, secondary school now, they grow up with me? Yeah. That's 100%. The, and I think it is, it's about consistency. And actually, my next question is, how, have you, how did you back then, when you were going out on your own, when there was nobody mm. else doing it, how did you manage to stay consistent at that point? Because yeah. it's not easy, right? Going out and just be like, okay, cool, I'm just going to start doing content is even getting any reception right like am i gonna keep or not bruv when i tell you man started posting and and you're you'll spend time thinking, nah, this is hard you know when you tell you no, mm. this is hard mm. <laughs> these men are gonna go mad for this you, you do your content you know what i mean take time explain it nice clear concise you post it five likes <laughs> three of them man live in my yard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my wife got two phones i like yeah i've got two phones like it's and it's like then you start scrolling and this one's dog is chasing a bull and it's mm. got millions of millions <laughs> you're like what this is not even it's not gonna help your life yeah. but you understand that 
people go on social media a lot of the time because they want a break from work. They, yeah, wanna, they want they want to take a break from their everyday. They don't want to go on social media and be told how bad they are with money. Mm. Da, 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 da. So they want to go and get be entertained. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it was then a case of like, actually, when I work for these men, these men, I work nine to five, right? These men pay me a salary. They tell me, come here at this time. Whether I want to wake up, the alarm has gone off. You know, sometimes you go to bed late and you're like, oh, I've got work in the morning. Yeah. The alarm, you close your eyes and the alarm goes off. <laughs> like, what? Already? Like, well, already is mad. It's mad, bro. You got to get up. Mm. So I'm like, if I can do that for them, what more can I do for myself? So I was like, I I used to say, I woke up for these man. I used to wake up at these man, 6.30. I'm going to wake up for myself for six. I used to wake up. So I set, I set my alarm for six every, bruv, that time, yeah, when I had no job, when I was just working for myself, I had no nothing. That, those first, that first year, six o'clock was the latest I wake up. It doesn't matter wow. what time I go to bed, I got to be up by six in the morning. I got to get up before everyone else and think about what I'm going to do, how I'm going to be effective, mm. how I'm going to make sure I make this I make this day count. Yeah. Like what am I, I used to, always used to focus every day. What are my income generating activities? Mm. So that was the big thing for me. Mm. I, what am I going to do that's going to generate income? That doesn't mean I'm going to make money today, mm. but I know if I do it, it's going to lead to money coming in. Yeah. Because I'm working for myself. Mm. I need to, I need to focus on the income generating activities. And so then it was about, but the content, I remember I just got vexed. I used to just post and nobody used to like, and, and then the comments are just like your sister and your, mm. it's like, guys, where is everybody else? Mm. All these people on the internet, why, why are they not seeing my content? <laughs> so one day, yeah, I just, I just got vexed. Mm. I just got vexed. I just did a video. I just said, listen, you man out here, you're popping bottles and that, but you, you live in your, you live in your mum's house. You share a room with your little brother and he wets the bed. Bruv, if you see the video, just so, like, I ain't never seen so much comment. My phone was just popping. And I was like, oh, this is what you look like, yeah? Okay. When I was giving you pensions and ices and inheritance and how to avoid, like, I was getting nothing. This is how you like it. So I just started looking. I just started, then I started looking at the shade room, like the shade borough, any of these, any of these gossip pages and just looked for any, any topic that I could relate to finance or money. Wow. And just That's ingenious. And just started bantering it. Yeah. And just started bantering it. And it just it just blew. It just because wow. people are already talking about this type of mm. stuff. And I just did content around it. And it just your content it made me re like realize it's not about social media is not necessarily a place where it's about educating. Mm. It, it's about being thought provoking. Yeah. So I need to provoke a thought in your mind to make you think, hmm He's got a point. I should do something different. Or like on TikTok, most of the time, man on TikTok, like, uh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Da, 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 da. Like, do you know what I mean? But I'm, I've, I've made you have to, for you to take the time yeah. to type that, I've hurt you. Yeah. It's hit you yeah, in your yeah, chest. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, yeah. Because yeah. you could have just scrolled. <laughs> you stopped to write. 100%. I'm doing my job. Yeah. Because you stopping to write something, comment, whether good or bad, means that the algorithm is going to show it to more people. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And so, I understood that it's about actually making content that's shareable. That people, mm. Have you seen this? And then once people start sharing it, then what then happens is when I then say here's an event going on, people say, right, if he can do this in a 30 second reel, what can he do in, in, in a two hour event? Yeah. So now they buy tickets to come to the event. Okay. Then you, then you give, con then, then I started having people buy, they would come to the event and they will buy five tickets for their friends. Okay. So their friends wow. had no excuse not to turn up. 
And this is why it's important like, to know your audience. My audience is mainly black women, yeah? Mm. When I do my events, 90% of my event is black women. Okay. And so they will come. And then what they would then do, they would love it. They'll buy two tickets, three tickets for their friends. Some of them will come back. Like, no, you got to come. So they will come back with yeah. their friend because their friend will want to go and come back. I'm like, right, you was here the last event. Because I used to do events every other month. Mm. It wasn't until, and that's, like, that's how I used to make money. Every other month, I do an event every other month do content, event every other month, people buy tickets for the event, at the event, then people would want one-to-ones, they pay for one-to-ones, and that's that's how I was making my money, just okay. doing events. Then lockdown. Wow. That's insane. And that's what, you're grinding, I man. was grinding, bruv. That's crazy. Every other month, doing yeah. event. I, got, I worked at the Africa Center, so they gave me the, the space really cheap, so yeah. most of the money I was making, I was keeping. Okay. And, and that's how I was feeding my family. Wow. And did you do you feel like that helped you build your audience better as well? Yes. Yeah. On the online, even because it was like offline to help build the online. That's that's how yeah. it works. And that's that's where people are like, yeah. oh, I'm posting, I'm posting, yeah. and my numbers are not going up. It yeah. doesn't really work like that. Yeah. You post, but the way your numbers are really gonna grow is either by doing lives or collaborations with people with bigger audiences and mm. getting their exposure and, and getting yeah. that drip down from them. But the way I re- I remember I did I had some events I did events where I did a talk at an event and people would put it in their stories and I would get two three hundred new followers for that for the over wow. that twenty four hours wow because so many people that come to the event would then put it in their stories that's insane and so you what you don't realize is what people don't realize is that it doesn't matter if someone's only got a hundred followers mm. like if people put in their stories that's ten twenty thirty people that don't know you yeah. that have now gonna Hear it, like what they said. You're being co-signed by somebody that yeah. they know. Yeah. So now they're intrigued. So now they go and click. Then they find your content. That's the biggest thing why you got to be consistent. Yeah. Because your content is there forever. For forever. 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 Bruv, I've got people scroll down every day. Yeah. I I see like thirty likes. <laughs> one person that like like they're just going through all the yeah binging it. Yeah, just binging it. Just chilling on your page. Some people tell me I've been on your page for the last two, three yeah. days to say thank you for all your... Di- I'm like, wow, three days. <laughs> just going through videos. That's actually wow. But I, I, love, I love stuff like that, it's, man. That's, but that's yeah. what you're doing. So some people... Are, remember, every day somebody's finding you for the first yeah. time. Yeah. For the first time. It's not like... It's just <laughs> undiscovered. It's that's just it. Undiscovered. Yeah. They're finding you for the first time. Because even me, sometimes I see people and it's like... They've got a million followers. I'm, I've never heard of heard you before, of you before yeah. in my life. Yeah. Like, so it goes to show how many people that actually are on this planet. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So you should never assume that people know who you are. Never be afraid to introduce yourself in your video. Like, because somebody's finding you for the first time. 100%. 100%. That's crazy. So what tips do you have for inspiring content creators? Because you've done extremely well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing is not to focus on the numbers. Okay. Because... What you have to understand is that once you build an audience, like so, so for example, me, I've only got what 30, just over thirty thousand on hmm. on Instagram. That's not only just only. No, but I mean, they are <laughs> that's with, good, bro. With with way way way, yeah. way 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 more. But when I speak to some of my friends who have um, audiences that are maybe a hundred k, two hundred k, three hundred k, what I get paid and what they get paid are completely different. Okay, and I get paid a lot more than them. Mm. Why? Because what they talk about is generic. So if I'm an advertiser, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to you because you've got a lot of followers, but I'm not going to know that, okay, the, the, how many of them are going to be interested in what I have to say. I talk about finance and money every single day. These finance companies know 
that when they come to my audience, my audience is interested. This, this is what I talk about. I've got my own niche. So it's, it's so much cheaper for them to spend five, 10, 15K with me mm. to, reach this, to reach this audience. Plus when they then put spend behind it, they can then reach other audiences and then have the credibility of myself and all the stuff that I've done compared to the scattergun approach, which is, if you're going to do that, you might as well do it on TV. Yeah, 100%. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's true. Yeah. So you've got a, a, a niche market that you know you're reaching. Plus, they know the conversion rates of yeah. how much, the, if people do convert to the product that they're trying to, to to discuss or they're talking about, how much it makes. So it's about actually, for me, if you're building content, especially if you want to monetize it, make sure you, you've got an, a, a particular audience. So, you know, ones that do well are like mums, for example, when yeah. you're doing parents and kids, does really well because again, loads of different, you can go from so many different angles and so many different companies are looking to, to reach that market. So really think about what is, how, like it might start as a passion project yeah. and something that you enjoy, but when you want to actually go full time into it, really understand how are you going to monetize your efforts and your time? Cause the, to be honest with the social media, the first two years I'd say, mm. Is is to is to the wind. It's not. It's not. You're not making dough. You're, like you're not making dough. Like in yeah. the first two two and a half years, that is you're building an audience. To build an audience, all you're doing is creating value. All you're doing is giving them as much value as possible, so they share that value, and you build a a loyal. Like if you go on my post, you will see it's the same three hundred people that comment on on my posts. Yeah, consistently there'll be new people, but I've got you've got that loyal loyal people that will just post repost you all the time you want to build that loyal that look because these are the people when you do an event these are the people that are going to turn up yeah these are the people going to tell their friends these are the people do you know what i mean mm. like forget the 35 like more time although, it, although it's thirty thousand, really you're working with probably 10 percent, probably three thousand. yeah is the reality of mm. who's engaging on a regular basis yeah do you know what i mean um so it's really important that you understand that and you actually feed them and then understand also once you build that loyal audience, so this was a mistake I made. Mm. I built my loyal audience. I knew if I dropped content, a certain type of content, they would love it. And mm. I would get 10,000 views, 20,000 mm. li views, likes, whatever. You don't grow. Okay. You see, you spend a lot of time mm. at certain numbers. You won't grow. Because what happens is, is that don't loyal, that the algorithm knows who to send your, especially on Instagram. Yeah. TikTok is better. Yeah. TikTok will send your thing to wherever. Yeah. You know Whatever, I mean? any, any, Anyone. Anywhere, yeah. New people are finding yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Instagram is, the reason there's a lot less outrage and, you know, a lot less negativity is because Instagram knows who's going to like your content. Okay. So when you do a particular type of content, it sends it to them. And so what happens is, is that because it's a, your, your growth isn't that much. I've got people that don't, that know, watch my videos that don't follow me. Cause they just go to their for you page and, okay, or, and, and they just just see it. They don't need to okay. follow because people are very, you know, they're very um, do you know what I mean? Very um, <laughs> tight on their follow. Like I, I was looking at the other day, you know, we we do like in a month we do we do over two hundred k impressions mm. every month. Do you know what I mean? And that's mm. not not nothing crazy. Do you know what I mean? And it's like when I think about it, is like all these people that interact with your interact with your posts. That's interact, a good point, bruv. But they're not they're not following. That's a very good point. So what you have to do is understand that the matrix. Yeah. Like for me, I'm on national television. Mm. Man, I see, I'm what I'm seeing by millions of people in the homes of millions of people yeah. regularly. But yeah. I don't have millions of followers. Yeah. But I'm a face that is known. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so 
don't, that's why I say don't watch the numbers. Yeah. The numbers don't mean anything. Mm. I would rather have lower numbers and make a lot of money than have high numbers but yeah. no money. Yeah. So know why you're doing it. But the numbers, a lot of them is, va- is vanity. Mm. It's a vanity matrix. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So it's really important that you focus on the value that you're adding, who you're adding to, build a core audience, continue to look at how you monetize that audience and then brands will then come in and pay you to be able to speak to your audience. Fantastic tips, bro. Fantastic. Gems all, gems all day, <laughs> man. Gems all day. So you talked a little bit about TV, right? Mm. And you've done a lot of TV. A lot of TV. I mean, I see you, I see, I see you posting something <laughs> on TV every week, minimum, trust me, trust me. once a week, right? And um, yeah, you're doing extremely well with it, right? Is it something that you enjoy doing? Is that is that where you see more of your, I guess, your career, your business? Is that it's going to be in TV? No, 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 no. I don't, I enjoy, TV is good in regards to what it represents. So for yeah. me, the reason I, I, I do TV um, and, and like TV is because how many times do you see people like us on that stage as the yeah. expert? Yeah. So I understood the power of what I do because a lot of the time, especially coming from our, the background that we come from, we are tend to be sports people. We tend to be comedians. We tend to be entertainers. Yeah. You know, musicians and so forth. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, it's that actually I'm the expert. Yeah. Do you know what it's like? Like, imagine going on, like I was on Good Morning Britain the other day and it's like, actually, you're on the whole Good Morning Britain and they want, like, talking about cost of living crisis and they want to know what you from a council state in East London mm. have to tell the nation and what we should do. And you know what? They loved, man. Mm. Like, the reaction after I've been on there. I remember they've got so many, so many people, but you're not hearing it like this. You're not hearing it from somebody... Like I could, someone can tell you, oh, you know, work hard. Da, da, da. I'm telling, you, I've been poor. Yeah, I've been broke. I've come from, I've been there, and I'm not there anymore. It's a different, it's a different level than someone like that's been middle class their whole life, yeah. went to a really good school, you know, then you know, set up a website that helped loads of people, sold it for millions, and now they give it. It's a different yeah, energy. Different, yeah, Do you know different, what I mean? Yeah. The energy I'm giving is that it's more than just advice it's an inspiration. It's like, yeah. so that's why I do TV because I, I know that there are young people that look at me and say, wow, this brother looks like me. Sounds like me. I've got an uncle that looks like that. I've got, I've got my dad looks like that. And, and it's like, actually this person is an expert. Yeah. We are asking, we, we are, we are asking him for advice. Yeah. As opposed to just entertain us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I do the TV. Okay. I think my future probably it's going to be more digital. Okay. Um, That's interesting. Because I, I, I enjoy digital because yeah. digital allows you to be more free. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. TV is very, yeah. you know, TG, TV is very restrictive. Okay. There are very much standards. And yeah, that you've got to follow. Gotta follow. Okay. So you can't be as, you know, creative yeah. as, as you might want to be. Yeah. Um, so I like the digital stuff. And then for me, you know, I want to I want to do stuff in Africa. Mm. That's the that's the big I want to be in Africa, I want to be in the Caribbean. Mm. I want to do stuff in the Middle East. So, okay. you know, for me there's a whole world out there. Yeah. I just want to I just want to start really conquer here and and, and mm. set foundations here, especially for my kids so that you know even when I'm gone there's there's property, there's you know businesses, there's things yeah. in place to support them. And then I can then go and do what I need to do. Okay, that's a, that's amazing, man. Congratulations, anyway, on the TV stuff. I, I put a note there because I definitely, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I have to say that because I'm really happy about that. And it's funny because I didn't even have to think about that. I was thinking, I was saying, yeah, congratulations because, bruv, 
representation is is key yeah, yeah, yeah. in the media you know what i mean yeah. from a black perspective and i like what you said it's you're saying in your way with yeah. your swag with your yeah. personality you're not trying to be a black person but conforming of course, nah, it's not no. that we're not doing no, that not you know what i mean we're not doing that we're doing it in our way so yeah i really really love that he also had another big thing i think you kind of you kind of mentioned it a bit your book yes. you, you launched your book yeah yeah talk a little bit about that yeah. What was the inspiration behind, you know, creating it, launching it now? Yeah, so I think the big thing for, about the book is that I ran away from the book. Okay. From when I've started doing this thing, they've been telling me, get a book, get a book. Then my sister, Bella Soul, she put out a book. Selena, Black Girl Finance. Mm -hmm. Selena used to come to my events. Like, that's yeah. how I met Selena, like, when I was doing the thing, you know. And, you know, she's she's done so amazing with Black yeah. Girl Finance and so forth. And, and, you know, there's loads of people that I've met on the way that have done a book. And it was just like, do a book, do a book. But I'm like, I'm more talk. I'm more in your face. I'm more a personality. I don't like writing. Like, you know, my education wasn't great. So my writing it isn't that good and so forth. So I ran away from it. Um, and the good thing about this life is if you meet the right people, things can get done. Mm. Sometimes what's stopping you getting to where you, where you want to get to is the fact you don't know anybody there. Yeah. There's no, you ain't got the connector. Yeah. So the reason I say that is that, um, I was, I then decided I want to try and do this book. I had to write a proposal. Yeah. The proposal got rejected, whatever. I just said, you know, forget it. Doing content, this guy, Oscar, He's a book. He's a literary literary agent, and he and he messages me like, "I love you. I love your videos. Love it. I laugh so hard. Um, I love it. I love the way. I've never seen anyone talk about finance the way you talk about it. Have you thought about doing the book?" I said, "I tried doing a book, but you know, my proposal got rejected, and so he forced it. He's like, "Let me see your proposal." So he sees the proposal. He's like, "This ain't gonna work." He knows as a literary agent what publishers want because he gets okay. book deals every single day mm. sometimes what we're trying to do trying to do stuff there are people that do this all the time yeah it's like i always say with financial advisors if you if you have a health issue you go to a doctor if you have a car issue you go to a mechanic if you have a financial issue you ask my man down at the pub like what investment you're doing or you ask your your auntie or you, you might even ask somebody that owes you money what mm. to do with investing <laughs> like what's your what do you think i should invest in yeah do you know what i mean mm. like actually you know there are people that do this every single day and that's who we should be focusing on so so for me it was like actually link up with oscar he changed the proposal told me what to write okay. what to do boom we get a book deal like that pay wow. somebody paid me money you know what that's crazy the money became a pressure because yeah. now i have no excuse no more <laughs> like you know so i haven't got time no they've paid you now you've got the time yeah you can say no to this deal you can say no to that to make the time to get this done and then i linked up with my boy timmy uh mr money jar who you know we we've we've known each other a while mm -hmm. and, I, and i just like if there's the good thing about timmy is that he's extremely intelligent mm -hmm. you know gone to warwick university extremely intelligent but at the same time he's from the hood mm. so he will he will understand yeah the balance and so i just literally voice noted the whole mm. thing i just voice noted my book and the, the thing you i love the whole thing voice that's noted. wow voice wow noted. he just broke it down to chapters I just wow i voice noted it and it just gave it to him and he just he just made my words that's made crazy it sense. and so wow the maddest part is is that people read my book and they're mm. like I feel like you're talking to me. Mm. And I'm like, of course I'm talking to yeah. you. I spoke the book. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't, 
I smoke it. I smoke it. I, I, know, I, know I what smoke I'm it. About. Like yeah. you know what I mean. I smoke yeah. the book. Do you know what I mean? And so the biggest thing I realize is that you don't have to don't have to worry about the things that you're not good at. Yeah. You can pay people mm. for the things you're not good at. Focus mm. on what you are good at. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you know, we could a, a bar of gold can be used as a doorstop, mm-hmm. and it will and it will do the job. Yeah. But also it can be used to you know make you a lot of money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's about understanding that sometimes we we have what we need. We're just we're just not using it in the right way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so 100%. so collaboration is key, especially key, for us yeah. as we're moving into spaces that we haven't been before. Mm-hmm. Don't always feel like I need to have a hundred percent of the limelight. I need to write this book so I mm. can tell everybody <laughs> I wrote this book, like, and then end up yeah not getting the message out yeah, there, yeah. or end up end up not doing it because you 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 don't have the capability yeah I, i'm very proud to be able to say you know i worked with an amazing mm. amazing writer in timmy who i recommend to mm-hmm. to people who want to write books all the time and say look i worked with him and you know we worked really well together and we produced an amazing book it's called get your money right um it teaches people all the way from the beginning like how to how the system works how the financial system works you know financial education in schools then it teaches you all the different things from borrowing, budgeting, savings, investing, all the way through to inheritance tax, you know, um, all the way to okay. philanthropy. So if you're a real baller, yeah. philanthropy. So it's all, the, it's a guy. That's amazing. All the way from having nothing to yeah. having everything, you know what I mean? And what you can do. And the whole point of the book is that you can pick up the book at whatever stage you are on the financial journey. And there's a chapter for you that you can get the knowledge on. Because there's so much information online it's like, who do I trust? What? Mm. So I said, let me write this down. The, what do people ask me all the time? Let me write it down so you know you have a place where you can start. So when you go online, you can cross-reference. Is this really right? Is this really the, the, the right thing for me? And so forth. And then in every chapter, I've given them an example. Okay. So there's a story, basically, that explains what I've taught you, explains you how, how you can utilize it and use it in the real world so to make it down to earth and i've had the reviews have been amazing and the best part is that i've had i had a dad who said he read it he doesn't really like books but he Mm. read it in 24 hours wow because he enjoyed it so much he gave it to his wife Mm -hmm. and his wife's reading it and when he finishes he's like because the language is so simple down to earth he's gonna give it to his kids Mm -hmm. and get his kids that's it and this is what it'll become it'll become like a generational it could become yeah. like the next rich dad poor dad yeah, exactly basically that's on that kind of level do you yeah. know what i mean yeah and it's, it's it's a book for the whole family it doesn't yeah. have to the, the, how many books can you say you can give to uh you know an adult in their in their 60s and still give it give it to a, a child in their like in their yeah. teenage years and they can read the same book and get value from it and, yeah and that's what we're really trying to do yeah congratulations man that's that's Thank amazing you. i've got i've got i've got it man i ordered it yeah i have it i have it i'm i'm, I'm gonna be reading that very soon in fact i'm taking i'm gonna take it with me on my honeymoon so. <laughs> oh, yeah man yeah yeah I, I have to man i had to support it because i was like yeah no nah, this is this is amazing the only thing i, I missed the book signing that was my fault oh, but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the next one when you when you when you do like a second edition let yeah, me yeah, know yeah, I will do. um the reception has been great though like yes. I, i've seen that you've been charting yeah. as, as well how did you feel about that like when yeah. that happened yeah it was very humbling you know how many times have I how many of us have used Amazon in our life do you know mm-hmm. what I mean I'm on there every day so to imagine to be a bestseller on Amazon like your book to be you know getting wonderful reviews and people buying it and talking about how good it is it's, yeah. it's been it's been amazing so for me you know it's a humbling experience especially as I never really did that great at school never felt like I was you know great in education and now I have a book educating you know the nation on on, on how to be better with their finances yeah man it's amazing man uh I hope he keeps on selling more. Yeah, man. You know, um, I'll push it. After I finish it, I'm gonna give it give it to my. I mean, she reads yeah. like 
quick. quick yeah. She'll probably finish it like yeah, yeah. couple hours. Like yeah, that's yeah, how quick that's like she is. she reads like like my quick. Um so yeah, what do you have planned next for yourself? Oh bro, it's non-stop, man. It's non-stop. <laughs> like there's so much happening. Um, you know, um I've got a financial advice firm, yeah. Belvedere okay. Group. So yeah. our own financial advice firm that's regulated. You know, me and Bricks of Tips are going to be mm-hmm. having our own mortgage firm. Okay, um, wow. Coming so, up. Okay, so you got obviously your company right now. Yep. The E-Manifest, e- I'm going to yeah. call it. And then, so you got the financial advising company. Yep. And is that, is that, is that, that's a bit more affordable right yeah yeah exactly okay, so it's, cool. it's allowing any we, we we don't have the high demands yeah. of a typical firm yeah to become a to become a client so we, okay. we want to try and encourage wealth and encourage people to be able to get financial advice that's more affordable yeah so yeah so we got that and then the mortgage mortgage wow how many streams is this we're talking like five six so we got that so yes yeah, mad mad <laughs> got another book coming out next year so okay you actually do i was actually joking no i wasn't joking i'm being yeah, serious yeah, yeah. but you actually got another one yeah, mad so i got another book coming out next year okay kids books okay teaching yeah yeah that kids makes about sense finance yeah. and money so that's that's coming out next year yeah but we're writing that now um so so yeah so it's non-stop then obviously loads of talks i'm i'm, I'm blessed to, to to be um the ambassador for barclays for 2023 okay. wow so I've got, I've got an ambassador deal with them you know which is huge yeah so like you know i'm gonna be you're gonna be seeing me do loads of campaigns with them loads of content for them yeah. um loads of stuff for, for Barclays. so that's amazing to go from a cashier to yeah be, can you imagine the ambassador for the for, for 2020 that's like that's literally like sums up this episode right <laughs> you know this sums up that sums up this episode isn't it it's mad it's crazy it's mad it's like, and it, it just shows you like because you had to believe in yourself yeah, right if you didn't if you didn't believe in yourself and you're like you know what I, I'm not good enough to do this, right? Yeah. And coming from the environment that you came from, you could have maybe, I, I feel like, I mean, you did explicitly say it, but clearly your parents instilled that belief yeah, in you, right? For you definitely. to be able to go to where you got to, right? Yeah, exactly. They, they they instilled it. They're my, they're, they're, like, they're, I am so inspired by them. And yeah. like, now becoming a parent, I think, mm. wow, these guys are really hiding stuff from us. Because mm. as kids, like, you don't realise what your parents are going through. Mm. Like, so I, my kids don't have a clue. That's the conversations me and my wife have. Yeah. But then the conversations we have are nothing compared to what our parents must have been yeah. going through when they had hardly anything. They're struggling to find food. To, I know my mom, my mom skipped meals and, mm. you know, just ate whatever was available. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? Drink, drink tea and go to sleep. And it's just so we could have, do you know what I mean? Mm. So for me, like, that's inspirational. Like, yeah. so for me, I know why I do what I do and, and I continue to, to represent them the best way I can. So yeah, so there's so much happening. And for me, it's just about the impact. Everything is about legacy. People yeah. are like, oh, why do you do what you do? I, I've already won. Mm. Coming from where I'm coming from to be mm. where I am today, I've already won. The game is complete. Everything else is a bonus. And so for me, I'm just enjoying this time, making memories, inspiring the next, next. I want to see more me's all over the place yeah. more people doing stuff and be like well you know we can't book you manual because he's too busy but mm. we want to look for the next the next person and yeah and let them see that actually you know what we don't need to have just people from from you know middle class backgrounds and wearing suits and ties to talk about finance actually finance can be cool finance can be fun finance yeah. can be entertaining and we need more real life people people with real life stories that have been through it sharing it and teaching us yeah. and educating us and you know for me i want to make i want to make sure that like I said, this generation, like in primary school now, secondary school now, the same way I grew up on Martin Lewis, yeah. I want them to grow up on me. 
Love that, and I think, bro, that's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. At the rate you're going, I can, <laughs> I can see, I can see, I can see it happening, bro. Yeah. Like, nah, this has been an amazing conversation, man. I feel like so inspired hearing uh, your story. You know the lows, being in the hood. I can. The thing is, I can relate. So everything you're saying, I understand yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'm saying, but I also can relate from the perspective of okay, you. You know where you were. Yeah. You've gotten to a certain stage, but you can actually appreciate that actually you want to actually help more people get out of it. Exactly. Like, I think it's a really important thing. And, you know, you're humble. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, right, you have to be humble to do to want to do something like that. Because a lot of people, especially, you know, they, they, they get to a certain stage. They're like, you know what, I'm out of the hood. I'm not even helping anybody. Like, I'm out of mind, out of sight. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? But you, you, you actually help. So I really love that about you. Where can people find you? Yeah, so the E-Man effect on... Um, the E-Man Effect UK is, is the app that's on Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook, TikTok, Insta LinkedIn is Emmanuel Suquo. So my main platforms are um, Instagram, LinkedIn and TikTok. Those are probably the ones that are most active. Um, but yeah, I've got a website, Um And yeah, we're here. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on your TV as well. So just Amazing. tune in, man. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Amazing. Uh, do you have any final words for listeners and watchers? You know what? I just want to say thank you to you for for you know creating this platform. I see your consistency. Like I get invited to do podcasts all the time, but when when I got the invite from you, I was like, no, I've got you because like as long as I've known you, you've done this and done it consistently, consistently, and and done it at, at high quality. And people don't realize like you're listening to a podcast. This costs. It's not free. Mm, like so not free. <laughs> someone's, someone's listening for free, mm. but you've paid to get it done. Do you know what I mean? And so it's like it's really important to understand the, the effort and energy that people put into it. And so. Like I appreciate you for creating the platform and you know for having me on and taking Thank all you. the time because I I get to do the easy part. Just mm. come and talk. Like <laughs> you had to book all this and make sure everything's there and ready. Mm. And, and and I appreciate it. But you know, big up you and, and you. all that you're doing and you know all, all that you represent and like you lot is in, is the next generation of guys coming through. You, you know with new styles, new energies, and it's it's great. You know what I mean. So I just I'm just proud. Like I just sit, sit at this point and just proud to see mm. people like yourself, CK, all these other people just doing mm. doing it. Do you know what I mean? You know and you know it's like actually i feel i feel like we're in safe hands yeah do you know what i mean so like just keep going and you know big you up man thank you thank you thank you bro yeah as i said amazing conversation watch and listen i hope that you've enjoyed this episode of take for experience appreciate you listening we'll see you next week's episode save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.